0: Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I'm talking about how to build resilience out of the anxiety struggle. I know no one wants to think that the anxiety struggle is a gift, but I actually look at my struggle having been a huge gift, and I think resilience is one of those gems that came out of it. I am extremely resilient, not that I don't feel pain and I don't struggle, but that I am able to get up and go again. And I've had some major difficulties in my life and I've been able to keep going and see how what has happened to me has actually molded me into who I am. So I really hope that those of you who are really struggling right now, and I know when you are in the depths of the anxiety and the despair and actually experiencing panic and the physical symptoms that come along with all of this, it really does not feel like there could be any light at the end of the tunnel, none less a gem or a reason to say, I am glad I went through that. But believe me, the people I have talked to that have come out the other side, whether through working with me or their therapist, or being in the group, and some people write to me, having only been listening to the show, and have come out the other side with great insight into what they have learned through the process. So I'm hoping that you can remember that we have an opportunity, even with our struggle with stress, anxiety, and panic, when we actually use this opportunity to glean the lessons and the strength versus seeing ourselves as victims, we can more easily move forward. So someone must have said something to me back in the day that, you know, all of our struggles make us stronger. And, you know, something must have stuck with me because I remember thinking that this might help me someday. Maybe I'm learning something. I didn't know what I was learning, then at the time, but I remember thinking that it was okay to think that the struggle could serve me someday. And of course, I was much younger then, and I have many years (laughs) behind me now. So I want you to use the challenges and let the lessons actually help you become more and more resilient and not be looking at yourself as a victim. That victim mentality will keep you in victim mentality. You cannot stay there thinking that life is doing this to you, the world is doing this to you, or maybe a particular person or organization is doing this to you. It's okay to struggle and know that no matter where it is coming from, that you do not have to be a victim to it. You have more in you. You will learn something from this and you will go forward. So it happens little by little, we get a little bit stronger and then we get bogged down and then just a little less bogged down though, right? Because we gleaned something, we gained a little bit of a resilience and then we get a little stronger and then life is still sending us struggles. It's okay because the struggle gets less and less as it goes, big things might happen, but you don't have that anxiety struggle with it. You don't go down the wormhole. You don't have to see life in that same way. So you're going to be building your resilience. You know, the old phrase, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger is very real. I read recently that that came from Frederick Nietzsche, actually, he had said originally, out of life's school of war, what does not kill me makes me stronger. And I think if I have it right, that was from Twilight of the Idol in 1888. So that's very interesting. Over time, the phrase came out of that, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So maybe you need to say that to yourself here and there. Maybe you even want to use the original out of life school of war. What does not kill me makes me stronger because it can feel like that when you are struggling with anxiety that you are in life school of war. So we want to pay attention to what it is that's happening for us and how we can make it work for us. So What are some examples in life beyond just our little personal world? How bad things actually bring about something good? When something horrible happens, such as a bad accident or a plane crash or a a train crash, you know, any of those things that don't happen very often, but when it does happen, engineers learn from that incident. They learn how to make something better. They learn what not to do. They learn how they can take safety even further. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Another thing is stress on our body. When we think about it, when we work out and to get stronger muscles, we must stress those muscles and actually break them down so that they grow and they grow thicker and stronger through the healing. But it didn't happen without pain without some soreness. I'm, of course, within reason. We all understand that. But it is how the actual physiology works. And when you come up with an idea or someone pokes holes or makes fun of it, tearing it down, right, it makes us maybe look at it differently and refine it. We can take what other people are saying to us if we're not just trying to people, please, we can take what they're saying to us and we can kind of mull it over later, maybe jot it down in our journal and maybe get a different perspective so that we refine or not. Maybe we reject their whole idea or they're they're making fun of it or poking holes at it, but we could actually come up with a better idea and we could look all the wiser afterwards. So it's important to see that all of the benefits that come about are usually from something painful or something dark that happened. So we can't be sitting around just being a victim about it. We want to stand up and say, how can I use this? With your anxiety, with your struggle, with your pain, with your feeling like your nervous system is on fire all the time what are you learning from that? You're learning things here. You're learning things from books you're reading. You're learning about your own body, what your nervous system needs to survive in this wild world that we live in. And you want to remember, it's okay that you had to struggle to learn all of these things. We all suffer with hard moments in life. We all have pain and trauma, and we go through difficulties. We go through all kinds of things and can be shaken to the core of our being sometimes. But that also affords us the opportunity to grow from our pain, from our struggle, and become stronger, just like the muscles. So we were broken down, but when we come back, we come back stronger, like a phoenix rising from the ashes, So we experience a lot of pain in life, and sometimes it could be a small thing, and other times it could be serious, it could be divorce, it could be financial ruin, it could be the loss of a job, it can be death in families, which pushes us and starts us to look harder at life and the beauty that we do have when we have it. And if it was a loss in a job, it might make us move forward if we are not in victim mentality and say, what else can I do? Maybe I can do something on my own. Maybe I can go after that dream job I once thought I could have. And sometimes it could be traumatizing. Like I said, you could be losing a loved one. And it could be devastating, but it can encourage us again to live our lives today mindfully, to be kinder, and to be good to ourselves and value what we have right here, right now. And that kind of a perspective can really help us to live better lives. Now let's dive into some of the ways that we can become stronger. How can we be more resilient? This is so much of a way to feel like life is good. When we feel that we are resilient enough to actually live life, that we don't have to cower, we don't have to be afraid, we don't have to steer clear of this, that, and the other thing, but we are resilient and we can take what life has to give us. And so the anxious person is often the one who is staying back a little bit, not diving into life fully, because there's that subconscious fear, right, that we cannot handle this, we cannot handle that. And I want to tell you, as someone who thought they couldn't handle a lot of things, I have handled a lot more than I thought I couldn't handle, a lot more. So, if I had even known what life had in store for me, you know, I would have never done anything until I learned that I could handle. And of course, we start small, right? We learn that we can do these small things, make these little changes, and then we become stronger and more resilient as we go. And remember that old quote, if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. So, that gives you a lot of leeway. You can go out and try some of these things that you are struggling with, with your anxiety. Now, don't take a big bite. You don't want to scare yourself, right? You don't want to make yourself go backwards. But if you go backwards, that's okay too. I want to tell you that. It's okay. Did you bite off too much and scare yourself? Yes. And is that okay? Yes you will be fine. You will have to heal. You will have to gather your strength again, but then you will go forward. It's kind of like, did you overtrain one day at the gym? Oh yeah. Did it really hurt the next day? Well, maybe not the next day, but maybe the day after that. Ouch. It's okay. You heal and you learn your boundaries. You learn, okay, I can go this far. And that makes me, it was still scary, but I did it. And then you can go further and then you can go further. You can do this. And this is how we become more resilient. It doesn't happen because we read a book. It doesn't happen because we listened to a podcast. It doesn't happen because we took a drug or an herb. It happens because we became more resilient. We moved forward in life. We weren't a victim and we said we can take another step. We can try. So. There's all kinds of things you can do, and I want you to first look at the pain that you are feeling and separate the blame out of it. So when things happen, especially if things are, quote, bad, we have an old habit or a knee-jerk response to blame somebody or something for it. So it could be that we're blaming ourselves, right? Right especially if you're a people pleaser. You could be saying, I didn't do it right, and that's why I they are not happy with me. It could be that you are blaming your co-worker for something that happened at work, a project that you worked on together, and you're not even seeing that maybe giving you a blind spot to your own part in the project. It could be You could be mad at the hospital or a doctor for how things turned out when you were in the hospital for something and it didn't turn out exactly as it should have. You know, immediately we want to blame or we can blame our families of origin for how we are today because we didn't have the kind of life that set us up for success. All of those things might be true, but blaming and getting stuck there is very, very dangerous because then we become the victims. So things happen and sometimes things happen that is way beyond our control or the control of other people. Sometimes painful things happen that aren't the fault of anyone. Life happens. So this is why I want you to be striving to process and understand what happens. So separate out the blame from the pain. I want you to next understand the pain that you are feeling. Like, for instance, death is a universal constant. We are all going to go there. And when old people grow old, super old, they die. Death is not something that a doctor can always save us from. And this is why it's important to accept those kinds of things for what they are. It's a part of life. So that's the big one, right? But there are other things too that are just part of life. There could be a breakup that happened. Maybe you weren't well matched. Maybe it wasn't meant to be, or maybe the timing wasn't right. Maybe the company that you were working for that fired you really needed to get rid of some workers in order to keep the company going. It's very important for us to zoom out and leave our heads and look at things more objectively if we can, and then ask, where did things go wrong? But we want to zoom out first, because we want to understand what actually happened. And then we can see it more clearly. If we are not stuck in our heads, blaming, right? we can zoom out and understand this horrific thing that we're feeling and see what it is that actually happened. Where did things go wrong? And then you can learn from the pain from what is happening to you. Even if it appears that someone else might have caused it or a situation may have caused it, you can remind yourself that if you knew better, you might have avoided it. If you had done something different, you wouldn't have gotten into this particular relationship. And because you know better now, because you knew you didn't have all of the information back then, then you can see that you are learning and it is part of life that this happened. It you know, we get this idea that all we have to do is do things right and everything's going to be perfect and that's it. Well, that's not true at all. Life doesn't work like that. It's constant changing, learning, breaking down, building back up again. This is why our resilience is so important because we've got to keep going. and We've got to keep learning the new lessons. And so that is the final one I have for you is to use the lessons. It's not enough to just experience it and understand it and learn from the pain. You need to take these lessons learned and move them forward. Otherwise, it keeps coming back. We keep getting stuck in the same little problems. So this is why you want to learn from the experience and from the pain. Don't let that pain be for nothing. Like just say, okay, I experienced that, but I learned this from it. And I am going to go forward with that. To glean something out of a bad experience is wonderful. It actually makes the other upcoming bad experiences, which, by the way, are going to come, less daunting because you know there is something in there that you are learning. And you may not see it right away. It may take time for you to learn from the pain and find the lessons and then take the lessons forward into your life. This is why it seems like with some people, they go from one, let's use relationship as, as an example, they go from one really terrible relationship to the next. And they do it over and over again, even with like a different kind of person, but it's just one bad relationship after another. Because they are not taking the lesson. They may just be feeling the victim. The victim will run into it over and over and over because they are not learning. They are not taking the lesson. So, to become stronger and more resilient, We learn not to just accept and understand and learn from the things that try to kill us, that try to take us down in life, but we learn to use the lessons in actually making our lives better. So I'm hoping that when you find yourself having challenges or pain or setbacks in your life, that you can remind yourself that you can grow from this. And if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger as long as you can grow from it. I know you guys can do this. It was a big piece in my recovery to remember that there's something in here that I can glean, that I can take out of this. And I remember thinking way, way, way back when I had no idea what it would look like. But I remember thinking, I actually did, I thought I would write a book, which I have not done. That is not happening right now. I remember thinking that if I can ever get through this, I promise that I will share this. Right? If I could get through this anxiety, this struggle, I didn't even have words for it back then. I just knew I was struggling in a way that not everybody did, and. I found my way, and you are finding your way, and you will do this one step at a time. Take the lessons, feel the growth, the resilience, and go forward. I'm always happy to be here with you, and I really hope that you know that. And now for today's quote. The human capacity for burden is like bamboo far more flexible than you'd ever believe at a first glance. And that's from Jody Picoult. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the com.